Welcome to this edition of the Abrams Boxing Show, powered by Last Out Media and brought to you by www.15rounds.com, the worldwide leader in boxing news. Also, Abrams Boxing PR Media and Broadcasting, the industry standard for boxing media relations and play-by-play broadcasting. On this episode, uh, I will break down the week in action that saw a big upset by Alexander Povetkin. Also, a title defense in a rematch by Katie Taylor and Joe Smith knocks yet another opponent outside the ring and Sean Porter tunes up Formella to earn another title shot. Let's get right to the action. Saturday in England, Matchroom's successful fight camp came to a close, uh, the fourth edition of the fight camp, as Alexander Povetkin with the 36-2-1 knocked out his 25th opponent as he had to get off the deck twice to stop Dillian White in the fifth round of their Heavyweight, well, a de facto elimination bout because if White won, he was going to be due a title shot. Povetkin, not so much as he came in as the opponent. White drops to 27-2 with 18 knockouts. Like again, I said, uh, a fifth-round stoppage for Povetkin. Uh, White looked like he was on his way to his title shot against uh, the winner of the Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, a third fight as he dropped Povetkin twice in round four. And uh, it looked like it was only a matter of time before the, the stoppage would come in White's favor. But as uh, the football pundit Lee Corso likes to say, not so fast, my friend, as uh, Povetkin landed a huge uppercut in the opening seconds of round five that not only knocked uh, uh, White out, but I mean, he knocked him out uh, before he even uh, hit the canvas. I mean, it was a perfect shot on the chin. White was out cold. The ref stopped the fight immediately. And for the time being, and it seems like for a long time being, Dillian White's title shot uh, will be uh, way in the distance for him as he's going to have to at least go through a rematch with Povetkin, maybe get another uh, win or two before he can... You know, claim that he, uh, you know, claim the fact that for a mandatory spot. Uh, the one thing that I, I didn't like, uh, you know, lean up to is White was the WBC's number one contender for over a thousand days. I mean, how, how did he not get a mandatory shot? I mean, I, I get the business aspect of it that, uh, you know, Wilder and Fury uh, fought, you know, uh, you know, fought in the WBC once, uh, you know, the, the, the big sanction fee. But the thing is, that there were fights with Dominic Brazil and, and some other guys in between where Dillian White was absolutely a more deserving uh, opponent uh, than, uh, you know, for, at the time, Wilder, who was the champion. So, uh, actually, I feel, I, mean, I feel a little bit bad for Dillian White. He, he deserved the opportunity, and uh, he you got give him credit for not sitting on his laurels and just waiting for the opportunity. He took not only a fight, but a fight against a former world champion. And obviously now we know dangerous guy in Povetkin. So he's going to have to redeem himself. I'm hearing maybe December they'll get right back at it. And that, actually that becomes a big fight. So that'd be, you know, it's a, another fight to look forward to on the schedule. Obviously with the uh, uh, competitiveness in the sense that Povetkin was down twice during the fight. And uh, then he comes back to score the knockout. It was a big storyline. Now a little bit of a rivalry built up between the former uh, uh, Olympian from Russia, Povetkin, and uh, the man from uh, England, Dillian White. So let's uh, see uh, what happens there. Uh, so on the same bill, Katie Taylor went to 16 0 and she, she made it, excuse me, as she made it two for two uh, against Delphine Persoon. She wins the unanimous decision. Um, 
Pursuit uh, falls to 44 and 3 with two of those losses coming to Taylor. Taylor retains her undisputed lightweight championship. Scores are 98-93, which I believe is a little high. 96-94 twice, which uh, is more in line. Uh, obviously, this is a rematch of the fight from last June 1st in Madison Square Garden on the undercard of uh, Ruiz and Joshua 1, which was a, you know, I thought one of the best women's fights I've ever seen. Uh, Pursuing, uh, a lot of people believe that she won the fight. I thought she may have eked it out, so after all the business dealings with Amanda Serrano falling through, uh, depending who, who you ask, whose fault is it? Why didn't that fight happen on Saturday? Uh, you talk to Lou DeBella and Amanda Serrano's side. They will say one thing. Eddie Hearn will say another thing. Uh, and, uh, I mean, hopefully that fight gets made. I mean, uh, that's a that's a fight I want to see. Amanda Serrano's a, a fighter I've seen fight. I've actually broadcasted many of her fights uh, coming up on the New York scene and uh, that's a fight I definitely would like to see. So, But just getting back to the fight with Pursun, uh Taylor, like I said, she may have won a tiny bit more decisively than she did in the first fight. Not much. It was extremely competitive. Um, Pursun, even after the fight, admitted that she lost. There are actually some people online and on the internet that believe Pursun should have won the fight. She threw about 400 more punches than than did Katie Taylor. So, uh, you know, that that's a fight uh, that, you know, could have gone either way. But, you know, I think the, the the right girl won this fight. So now Taylor's got a lot of options. We mentioned Amanda Serrano. Hopefully they can re-resurrect uh, those uh, talks for that fight. Or an, another fight being talked about, a rematch with newly crowned, uh, I guess now the, the new in phrase is, Champ Champ, or maybe I think she's got like six belts now, Jessica McCaskill, who a week previous defeated Cecilia Bracus to win the Undisputed Welterweight Championship of the World. Uh, maybe they should... Uh they should put uh, all, all you know title belts in all three uh, divisions on the line or something. That'd make it ten title, uh, ten legitimate titles on the line because Katie Taylor has uh, four and uh, Jessica McCaskill has six. Maybe they'll fight for McCaskill's hundred forty pound titles. Maybe they'll you know uh, they'll figure something out where uh, you know a couple divisions be on the line like uh, we've seen uh, you know in the last. Uh, few years uh, with, with certain fights. I know they're talking about um, with the Gervonta Davis and Santa Cruz, some lightweight fight uh, titles online, junior lightweight titles online. So uh, that was a a good uh, a good fight. And uh, overall, the, the last four weeks, the fight camps here has been very enjoyable to watch. Uh, uh, a terrific setup by Eddie Hearn at the Matchroom HQ, they, they were calling it, uh, where Matchroom uh, headquarters, uh, I guess it was the uh, childhood home of Eddie Hearn I think his father and mother probably still live there and uh, what an awesome spectacle that was to see some of the overhead shots uh, at the compound there you know I, I, we could have had a couple uh, some great football games American football games in that back year growing up I was envisioning that me and my buddies play a lot of football growing up let's go over to Las Vegas Joe Smith went to 26-3 and notched his 21st knockout as he stopped a later Alvarez who fell to 25-2 and in a ninth round their light heavyweight uh, elimination bout the elimination bout by the WBO they have a uh, four man tournament uh with Smith and Alvarez and Umar Salamanov and Maxim Vlasov on the on the other side, which they're having trouble putting that fight together. So there, there could have been that that fight uh, maybe could have been for a vacant WBO championship. I guess the WBO 
will decide that. Uh, another impressive performance by Joe Smith is he, uh, it's probably the most impress- impressive performance of his career as he, uh, you know, just, he took the fight to Alvarez and he just landed all the, all the hard shots, kind of broke them down. And, you know, we, we had uh, Joe Smith on last week and, you know, we talked about his new uh, tree uh, business. He kind of chopped the, uh, Alvarez down like a train, finally, uh, you know, got him out of there, knocked him through the ropes. Uh, Not quite as uh, emphatic as he did Bernard Hopkins several years back, but he knocked him through the ropes. And, uh, you know, obviously Smith has some serious power. So if, if somehow Smith is awarded the WBO belt, look for him to maybe fight Arthur Better Beav once Better Beav gets, uh, past his his uh fight um he just got a new opponent uh a german fighter whose uh, name escapes me uh off the top of the top of my head right now so a better be of smith fight would definitely produce some serious fireworks down the line saturday in los angeles former two-time welterweight champion sean porter with the 31-3 and one with a 12-9 amnesty decision over previously undefeated Sebastian Formella in a welterweight elimination bout by the W, uh, excuse me, by the, by the IBF. Um, Porter now stands in line to face the winner of the Danny Garcia, Errol Spence fight that's taking place in November. Uh, two of the three, uh, actually, Porter has a win over Garcia, and obviously he lost that, that terrific fight to Errol Spence. So look for a rematch uh, with Porter against one of those guys. Uh, if not, um, Definitely a significant bout for Sean Porter uh, in the future. Scores uh, were 120-108 across the board. Uh, A couple little news items. Uh, It was announced on that Fox broadcast that uh, our good friend of the show, Vito Milnicki Jr., will now go out to Los Angeles and train with championship trainer Joe Goose. I think that's a tremendous tremendous thing for uh, young Vito. Uh, I talked to his father like within five minutes uh, after th- that announcement, and just a, a move where Vito's going to move out to LA, and um, and uh, you know he's really going to not that he, I mean he takes his career very seriously, but this is definitely a step up in terms of uh, you, you you get a guy like Joe Goosen who's worked many a world title fight in uh, his day. So that will do it for our quick little news uh, briefing again. Uh, we want to thank uh, Last Out Media for uh, powering this uh, podcast and don't forget to go on www.15rounds.com that's 15rounds.com the worldwide leader in boxing news also Abrams Boxing PR Medium Broadcasting, the industry standard for boxing media relations and play-by-play broadcasting. So until tomorrow this is Mark Abrams and we'll see you at the fights.